Welcome to Stories and Solutions. I still am Mr. Todd. This is episode eight. I have a special guest here. She is from the podcast Shit Happens. So uh, Erica is like kind of like a little sister to me, I guess. Like I've known you a long, 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 long time. But uh, with your podcast um, that I was I was on that too, which is really cool. Um, you talk about a lot of things that have to do with your childhood or just introspective things. And I think that's really cool because like this podcast is more for, I have an issue with like, if we just talk and then there's no, like someone saying like a possibility to say, Hey, well this worked for me or, you know, um, you know, here's a solution or I, you know, out of 10 people, this worked, um, Ten, you know, eight times and, and give people more than just hope. And I think, you know, like with yours, it's like a great outlet. So you guys should check out uh, Shit Happens. And so this is Erica and you can tell them about yourself and and uh, where to find you. Hey, guys. So, yes, uh, my name is Erica and I do do a podcast called Shit Happens. Let's talk about it. Um, basically, you could find it on Spotify, Apple, you know, any any place that you could listen to a podcast, it's available. Um, I basically started doing my podcast um, just uh, in a way to help others, you know, with uh, certain maybe traumatic things that might have happened to them in the past. I mean, it, it's from either being having a, tra- a traumatic childhood to maybe having something good happen in your life. It all depends on you know on what went on in your in your life, whatever point in time. But uh, it's just basically to talk about it and just kind of discuss on what happened and you know why it happened. And um, you know a lot of people like to talk about don't like to talk about stuff, but sometimes when you are actually ready to talk about it, you know it kind of allows you to speaking speaking on it maybe helps you in the long run or helps others. By listening to what you went through because maybe they can relate and maybe you could help them in that way that it is okay to talk about it and to you know just say you know this happened to me but you know we're going to move forward and you know that's that whatever it was you know it could have been you know like I said anything traumatic to anything that changed your life for the better um so it's just it's something just to talk about and kind of discuss it and and move on and um you know, hopefully help somebody else out there. So that's basically it. That's, that was my whole, my whole plan on that. So that's, you know, it's great. That's it. <laughs> I, I think that's great because Thanks. you know, like, okay, well, you know, I work with, um, with kids most of the time and well, I work with everybody, but for the, for the most part, like I'm, my core base is, is younger adolescents that, and most of the time they at risk use is what they call them. But I think it's pretty dumb because you can have a kid that's uh, in a house that they make millions of dollars and they're more at risk youth (laughs) than the ones that don't have, at least from my experience. And, um, you know what I mean? And they, a lot of them, they listen to me. A lot of them talk to me and I, I used to be like, why? And then I was like, you know what, when I was going through things, I wish somebody could listen to me. I wish I didn't have fear or, the stigma and and so you know like we grew up in that era where at least I know when I was in high school I couldn't wear a right an earring in my right ear you know that was like oh you're gay and it was like 
you know, that's how it was. And it was like, what? You know, and it's, it was just from um, like George Michael, I think it was like for me, I was more into um, European music and their looks. And um, it was just something different, you know. But uh, yeah, you get labeled super fast. And then these days, everybody wants to like, like kind of like put you out there and go, oh, so-and-so is this. And, you know, you're the, the new T and it's going all over the place. But they're not thinking about how that person feels when they're by themselves or how they actually feel, which is why they're doing what they're doing. Right. So exactly. You know, so that's a, a great thing. And like with mine, that's kind of random, but I talk about all kinds of stuff you'll see. And then it's just kind of what you're into. And if I connect with you, then I want the, I want, I don't want, well, I'm not saying I don't want celebrities, but I don't want it to be about that. I want it to be about people. And I never say anybody's last name. I'm always like your first name because when we meet each other, who's, who really does that? You know, it's, like, <laughs> it's just kind of weird. You know, Hi, I'm so-and-so Smith. You know, it's like, who cares? <laughs> you know, you know. yeah it's it's not it's not very common i mean you know it's just kind of weird but normally when you meet somebody it's just first name first name you know? exactly and if, yeah. we, and if somebody doesn't really know you yeah you shouldn't be like this is just my opinion it doesn't really matter but you know like why i don't want to be responsible for you like for you to be me to say something full about you and then there's some negative because there's just people out there that that's all they do because they have nothing else to do right and for me, it's like, that's how I'm running this particular thing where it's like, you're just a person and we're humans and we're trying to find ways to make our energy work better and to, to, um, understand that sometimes there's a negative and positive in everything. And that, that energy doesn't always gel and that's fine that's why you have different podcasts or <laughs> you know what i mean different radio mm -hmm. stations different people so i talk about like all different, kinds of stuff it's just go ahead yeah it's just different audience you know yeah. there's a different audience for everybody for everything so yeah it just depends on what you're into and what you like to hear and what you relate to you know like if you want to listen to a podcast that talks about you know um like a therapist, you know, type of thing where they help you with emotional issues and different things on how to, how to, you know, handle certain things. Then that's what you're going to be attracted to because that's probably what you need help with, you know, or exactly. trying to understand certain things. Um, and then you have the, the silly podcast where, you know, they just talk about random stuff or, or, you know, comedians, you know, just talking about funny things. And it's like, okay, so if maybe that day you're in a mood to listen to something funny because that's that's the mood you're in. So it just depends on people's mood and what they what they're into. I mean, that's how I feel. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, yeah. some people and, like, and if, like sports, you know, and they just like they exactly. can just listen to sport. I can't, but they can just listen to sports all day. And I'm more like I don't I can't really listen to a podcast unless I'm in my car, I think. Or if I'm like say on a vacation or the kids are at like Legoland and I'm I don't get on the ride. So if I'm there I'll just, if, if I can put on the podcast then, cause it's kind of like I'm captive. I have to sit in this corner and wait and then I can yeah. listen, you know what I mean? Versus in a car, if I'm driving and there's music on, I may not listen to the words all the time and I'm, I'm just mm -hmm. going off the beat and then, yeah. there, you know what I mean? And then there's times that it's the reverse. So yeah, sports, I get it. Like it's just, it's just your, your, your flavor of tea like if you if you if you say 
you know, Monday I'm going to listen to this guy because it's sports and Tuesday, this one's my mental health. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, I think it's a wonderful thing that, that we like with yours, it's like somebody could be like looking it up because I know I've done that where I've looked up something and I'm like, yeah, who the hell's like me? Like who has this issue? And I type it in and then I find something and it's really not popular, but there's still something. And you know, you go further into the hole and you're like, wow, there's a whole <laughs> like community for this. And that's, yeah. You. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. There's a lot of things out there that you are, I mean, you could type in anything, you could find a group of people that are involved with it, you know, yeah. it's just crazy, but it's crazy. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's great to have those, those options where you can actually get help or, or hear other people's, you know, stories about maybe something you're going about going through yeah. at that time. So yeah but um yeah exactly so you don't feel alone so so. no exactly so i'm gonna give you some some uh topics and then you can just tell me which one you like okay so i have uh relationships these are rapid fire questions money karma fears like that or should i just random just throw them at you Uh, just go random sweet okay so i'm gonna just just get going then this is gonna be fun (laughs) Okay, so where does power come from? Power? Yeah, like when people say, I have power. Where do you think that comes oh. from? Oh, what, okay, so somebody says, I have I have the power? Yeah, like where do you think it comes okay. from? Uh, that, to me, the way I, I, I hear that, it's like somebody that's confident. Hmm. You know, to me, it's somebody that's confident with, with who they are, um, secure with the person they are, they... They have the power, you know, or, um, yeah, I mean, that that's the one thing that comes to my mind. Like, if, if you're confident with, with the person you are or secure, then you have the power. That's that that's good. I, I agree. Um, I think it comes from lots of places. Um, but I think if it comes back to the beginning, like energy, then, yeah, if you're mm-hmm. confident, your energy is there. That's what's going to attract people to it. Yeah, it's I all, agree. Yeah. <laughs> That's real cool. So are you a spiritual person or, or I like think God, I, like, like, like religious or spiritual? You know, I was, I was actually brought up in the Catholic, Catholic church, Catholic, you know, the religion. I was a baptized Catholic, you know, I got married in the Catholic church and then I baptized my kids in the Catholic church. And the only reason I did all that is because that was what I knew. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, not necessarily how I felt. But it's just what was what I grew up around or listening to or going to church on Sundays. Not all the time, but, you know, we weren't like devoted Catholics, but we were there for Easter or whatever holiday, you know, that you go to church for. But I honestly, as a young adult, even I'll tell you a story. I went to uh, to do my first communion. I was probably in second, third grade, perhaps. I don't remember exactly. Um, you know, you do you you go to to Catholic. Uh, you know to the catechism or whatever it's called you do the whole thing a year or two or whatever it was I don't remember Um, and right before you do your first communion the day before you are you have to go and um, confess your sins to to the priest oh okay right and so um, you know us they had the kids us kids in line to go in and talk to the priest you know in the whatever it's called I don't even remember what it's called um, and then I, I remember going in there and I just sat there and I didn't say nothing. 
Because I'm like, I don't need to tell you anything. Yeah. You know, I don't even know you. It was just the weirdest <laughs> feeling. It was odd. And I was only like second grade or third grade, but I just didn't feel comfortable. No, I get it. <laughs> so I get it. So I, 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 that's what I did. I didn't say a word. I left. And then the next day, you know, it was the first communion. That was that. And like I said, I, you know, I got married in the Catholic church. I baptized my, all my three kids in the Catholic church, but only because, you know, that's all I knew. I didn't know any better. You know, and I'm not saying the Catholic Church, you know, not it's not good or anything like that, but it's got its faults as any other religion. But I just I just never could relate to it. You know, I would go to service with my mom and whatever, and I just it was boring. I couldn't relate to it. So anyways, back to spiritual or religious. Um, at this point in time, I think I'm more uh, spiritual. OK, so. see, see, I'm more spiritual, too, because I grew up in um like Episcopalian or, or Christian, I guess. But, uh-huh. um, the strange thing is I went to like Sunday school and all that. And I remember, cause I actually remember like scriptures here and there, but I'm not a, I, I believe in God. I believe that there's a God. Um, what, what it, what it is to different people, I think is what that is. And, and, uh, but I, I didn't like religion because of what you just said. And it's like, why would I need to confess anything to someone that is, um, (laughs) a imperfect. And so Mm -hmm. me telling you something just to, it's kind of like, I don't know, like I'm not comfortable with you. And then their track record, it's like, why would I want to trust you? And, Exactly. You know what I mean? And I get it. I get it because it's like, um, I also look at it as if you say, oh, uh, we accept anyone. Well, no, that's not the truth. And therefore that's judgment. And if you believe in God, that's like the one thing you don't do. But how many people say they are, they're believing God, but they're always judging people. So I don't. Oh my gosh. You, you the see majority. Yeah. See, and I, that's why I don't judge. I'm more like. Like if, if if I see somebody shoot somebody in the face, I don't have to judge you. It's there. <laughs> like you shot so and so in the face. I don't know why, but I don't need to be around you. You know what I mean? You're it's, like that's that's their problem. Exactly. You know? It's not my energy. That's what you did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um. So so for me, me walking in somewhere, I don't know who you go home to. But if I had to talk to someone, I'd rather talk to someone in my house, being that I know that like what they do how the, what they stand on you know what i mean it's just different mm-hmm. yeah so i've always been about the spirit and and because i go back to the beginning where energy can't be destroyed so it it is what what it is and if that energy is bad then that's what it is and if you choose to be good then that's what it is um it affects things so regardless like if you say well i'm i'm the pastor or i'm the you know the pope like if you can make a mistake i don't think you should be putting any kind of um like judgment or penalties or anything on someone you know it just doesn't it doesn't make a person calm it makes a person uptight and afraid and then that makes them do bad things yeah or or avoid the, the whole religion or church you know because because you don't want to be judged and you know that you're not perfect and that you're you do make mistakes and 
you know, yeah, I think, I think religion is more like they want to put that fear of God in you. And I think when you're a certain age, you know, I mean, you know, what's right and you know, what's wrong. And if you choose to do wrong, that's on you. And you know, what's going to happen if there is such a thing, you know, if there's heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly, I don't, I don't know what's out there. Um, but I do, I do believe in a higher power. I do, you know, I, I don't want to say I don't believe in God. I, I do believe there's something out there. I just don't know what it is, obviously. So, yeah. but you know, hopefully, hopefully that when my time comes, you know, I, I'm in good, I'm, I'm, I'll be in good standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, oh, I wouldn't but, be talking to you, would I? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I, I agree. Like, I'm more like, um, if I look out in space and I'm like, man, like something, like just the intricacy of, of a leaf. And you'll hear me say this on other podcasts, I'm sure, but like a leaf has the same veins and the same blood cells as us, except there's it's, it's chlorophyll. But as far as the shape and the properties, everything's the same. And when you think about the miracles of how things are, that's not science. Science is, Oh, let me pour this in here and pour this in here and boom. And you know, and it's not that I don't agree with science. It's just, that's not the end all. It's, mm-hmm. you know, what, what made this and made us and whatever it is, you, if that can't be explained and what have you, then to me, it's like, yeah, there's something definitely whatever that is. And and if that is just energy that's creating itself because it, it wants to be something, then, hey, you know, that's just to me, I think that's just a beautiful way of like knowing like you are totally in control of your destiny. And, yeah. you know, what I mean, like when you let, you know, life get in the way because we don't know always and we don't have someone to talk to or your fear, fear of being judged, then, yeah, you you end up uh, screwing things up. And it's not by any fault of yours. It's just, you know, like if somebody doesn't like if your family had bad uh, money uh, issues and they never faced it or learned they're going to pass it on to you unless you want better. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the same thing with, with, uh, I think with our, our life. Like if you, if we, if we grow up in a dysfunctional home, what do you know? (laughs) Dysfunctional. (laughs) Exactly. So you're not thinking, Oh, I'm going to go screw up my kids. You're thinking, well, I grew up. Okay. So, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you know, it's just life like the way it is. I'm complete opposite. I'm like, man, I didn't like this. I didn't like him. I didn't like the way she is. And I'm going to be completely like aware that I do not want anyone telling me I'm like that. And if I am, then I better work on it. Not I'm not perfect, but I, you know, I, I make sure that I try to work on myself like every day. You know, I think that's it's, it's a job for sure. It's a 24 seven job, you know? Yeah. So, to to try to be better and catch yourself, you know, doing things that you sh- you know you shouldn't be doing, and trying to correct that, and just to get be a better example for whoever you're around, your kids, your wife, your you know your family. Period. You know. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of work. <laughs> I agree. I'm gonna take a quick break here. Okay.
Today's episode is sponsored by Tat T-Shirts, conversation clothing to make you think. Tat, T-A-T-T hyphen T-E-E shirts.com or on the gram at Tat, T-A-T-T underscore T-E-E shirts. So we're back, and uh, this is Stories and Solutions. I have Erica from Shit Happens. Let's talk about it. And um, you guys should check that podcast out. And uh, yes, can, can, do that. Do that, guys. Yeah, can can <laughs> can um can they write into you or call? However, they you know like email you to say like I like to come on your show. Like, how do they do that? They could uh they could definitely uh, message me on my Instagram, which is Shit Happens. Let's talk about it. It's my IG. Um, definitely send me a DM there if you want to be on the show. I would be more than happy to, you know, get a get in touch with whoever and go over whatever it is that you want to discuss and talk about. Um, yeah, I'm open to whoever, anybody that wants to come on, you know. Um, but yeah, just shoot me a message and uh, we'll get in touch. Cool. So that's how you guys do it. And uh, yeah, since we're on that topic, you guys can do the same thing. Just send me a, I'm actually going to come out with a, um, a buddy of mine, Eddie, he he was saying to me, "Yeah, you should have a a, a segment called uh, Ask I think Ask Mister Todd." So I said, "Okay." Um, we were talking about it before, and I had that on my Instagram, but it no, it didn't. It seems like kind of like with your thing, like even on my website, it shows what I do, like consulting and you know, like a life coach. But I put out there a few times, ask me anything. And it's that stigma, I think. It's like, well, I'm not going to ask. And then you know, even if it's even if it's anonymous, it's like they don't want to put their business because they don't know who you are. So I thought, exactly. you know what I mean? So this, I think, helps because they can hear and go back now. What? Uh, oh, when this comes out, seven episodes. <laughs> go, OK, this guy's OK, you know, or she's cool, you know, whatever it is. But, yeah. So here's some questions for you. If if alcohol, sugar, and smoking was eliminated, do you think diseases would disappear? You said alcohol, sugar, and what and, else? And smoking. I believe a lot of them would be would be uh, would be gone. Yeah, I think a lot of that is the cause of diabetes. Obviously, sugar, mm-hmm. alcohol, because alcohol turns into sugar. Cancer, uh, cancer too. But yes, and. Um, yeah, I, I think that, that if they were if they were not non-existent, then yeah, I think we'll be a lot healthier. And and doesn't that sugar and alcohol and smoking all come from like the FDA and how they? Oh, of course, right, of course. Right. That's they're the ones that are making the big money, like anything else. They're right. the ones that are putting it out there, saying that it's safe, it's, it's FDA approved. Right. Um, but then they turn around and um, you know, and then you have cancer, you have diabetes, you have. You know, you name it, and it's because of all those things. Yeah, I mean, you. If you go to the um, what's the breast cancer? The name Karen. I think it's Karen. I uh, forgot the lady's last oh, name. Oh, I know you're talking about that, Susan. Susan B. Coleman. Oh the, yeah, the, I didn't with, think, with, I didn't think Karen, pink. but yeah, that lady. Yeah, that lady with the pink. Yeah, her. <laughs> their website says, um, you know, they're for breast cancer awareness and all that. But guess who is who um, 
uh, who they have under. Um, they have uh, the yogurt. They have um, all kinds of um, uh, companies that they support, which do uh, give people cancer. Like, you know, if you look into milk, milk is not that great for you. Yeah. It's not good at all. You're not actually. supposed to have it at all. Yeah. It's, it's no, bad. you're not supposed to have it at all. It, you know, uh, you're supposed to have, obviously, breast milk is the best, you know, for a baby till they're a year old. And then after that, you, sh- you, you you're not supposed to drink milk because especially now they put so many hormones on it, you know, that oh, yeah. people get sick and it, you know, we could go on this, on this rabbit hole with all this, but, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of information out there that people are not aware of, you know, as far as all these milk cheese products and stuff like that, that have a lot of stuff that they add to, to it, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. And, and this is, that's why I asked you because not everybody wants to discuss something like that and, and it, it is a big rabbit hole but i just think it's ironic how people will talk about um like i won't mention certain things but like people will talk about what you should do and as as being here in the united states and oh you should do this because this is the right thing to do no the right thing would be like <laughs> oh well wait a second alcohol what's the actual purpose of alcohol nothing that I can think of. Nothing. Right. And you're going to drink it and pee it out. And it's a ton of sugar. And I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to drink it. I have, I've drank before, but I, I don't anymore. Like here and there, you know, I may have like a drink probably once a year. But like for me, it's like, I'm saying when you think about the purpose of it, uh, smoking cigarettes, what's the purpose of it? Um, what What is the purpose of sugar? There is no need for it. Right. But all these things cause like horrible things, but they're not going to pull that off the shelf. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? No. So, no. yeah, because it keeps people addicted. You know, it keeps people buying more and more and more. Sugar is very addictive as well. So it's in everything. You can't if you look at every every label when you go to the store, there's sugar. Yeah, there's nothing without there's, sugar. Even baby. There's even sugar. Baby, there's uh, sugar baby formula. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. That's why I'm that's why I'm saying this. It's like if I'm I guess what I'm trying to say, like without saying it was. Um, if people really wanted to get, when people get on me and they go like, oh, you know, you think about this world and their diseases. If you really want to get rid of diseases, do those three things and see what happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't talk to me yeah. about, about what this, what people really want to do. So like, um, here's another one. Um, uh, mm-hmm. do you believe in Pangea? So like, yeah. like back in the day when they said uh, be, the beginning of time, um, mm-hmm. They had uh, all the continents were together, and then over time they broke apart, and that's why we are the way we are. So they called that Pangea because we were all one, like Pan, like Pan. And um, so now we're separate. Yeah. So like, um, they say that's how we became different colors because we're in different, um, different regions of you know like the equator and somewhere where it's cold and what have you. But when we all started, we were all on this one continent, which is, uh, pretty much was like Africa. So like that, that, that continent and people were spreading out. And then as it happened, you know, things broke apart. And so I believe in it. I, I'm just was curious if you, not many people I know don't believe in it and, and you, you have an open mind. So I was just curious. 
I've heard of that of that before, but I'd never really looked into what it was exactly. So that's why I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, this was a, a long time ago, but I remember hearing about reasons on why, you know, how like in China, uh, you know, that side of the, the country or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, and how, how everybody, everybody looks a certain way, you know, like in, like how Chinese people or, or Koreans, you know, how they they have their eyes shaped a certain way right um it's for it's for a reason you know like everybody everybody looks a certain way for a reason because of where you live or where you come from and i was like what what are you talking about i just remember somebody's talking about that but um, no that makes sense because the people say like well your hair is a certain way or but if you really think about it okay and I'm no expert. I, I think about it like this. If you were in a place like, say, Eskimos, it's like super windy, it's cold. Over time, evolution, your body will gain or lose a part that it needs to stay to stay alive. So like how they say now, we don't need an appendix. That's why you can take it out because you don't need it. But back in the day, you needed it. Um, and our bodies now apparently don't. So that's evolution so eventually it won't um when you're having a child they they won't have an appendix appendix eventually um they say like eventually our feet will web up so we won't have individual toes um now i would think if you're in a place where it's icy cold and then I'm, i'm not trying to be funny either i'm just saying like when you think about when it's really cold and your eyes are uh closed more closed you have yeah like you have more um like think about if you're just like right like us like you're out there and then the wind's going you're gonna squint right so yeah that's what i was trying to get to that that they were they were saying something about you know you look a certain way because of the area that you're living that that you're born in yeah yeah exactly you know so i I don't know I, i just remember hearing that somewhere and i don't remember exactly why we were talking about that but it, to me it kind of makes sense like you you know you're born and you you're born with certain characteristics you're you look a certain way because of where you're born um because that's what's going to protect you from certain things i don't know it, it, i don't know. well think about it they say oh a lot of people go well why are the blacks uh like africans uh like real africans they're so tall well this is a, another crazy thing people don't like they 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 want to paint this picture as africans as like these barbaric you know riding riding you know lions and stuff like that and it's like no they didn't eat meat <laughs> they got tall like giraffes because they had to get stuff out of the trees that's evolution mm-hmm. right yeah so you know like it's just where you are and then if you say like a jew uh, look at their hair and then look at black people's hair. Well, we're in the same area. Well, well, look at, okay. So n- not to be funny, like you say, or not to, you know, not to, not to make it. No, it's not like a race a thing. We're just like talking. That. Yeah. 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 But, but like Jews, like you just mentioned Jews, Jews, they're known for having a, a big nose. Yeah. Right. Right. How, how is that, that they have big noses? Like, how did that become? Like, why is that one of their characteristics? Yeah. You know there's a mean? different sense. Right. So you're out in a certain area and you have to breathe a certain way. I would think the climate, you know, it's like really desert. Right. So 
um living in like we both lived in a desert right so like you think about it, it you you get nosebleeds it's dry you need to be able to breathe there's less air um i mean who knows but but it's just i think it's just the climate you're in and 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 same with being dark or light if you are in a cave or if you are just in like england there's never never sun right everybody's pale if you're out mm-hmm. in you know what i mean if you're in ecuador and you're in brazil you know i just put it this way i've looked it up and i'm not talking about like wikipedia stuff i'm talking like real like people like that actually read you know in this area so like if i wanted to know something about chinese i looked up their stuff and they had uh there's black chinese there's you know what i mean it was like whoa and i was like wait a minute they're really black but i also have a cousin who's cuban but he's black like way darker yeah, than me yeah. you know and it's just where you are and uh you know pe- pe- people don't yeah i this is cool this is a cool conversation well well the thing is that you know like when you mentioned about uh a cuban because somebody you know from cuba and they're darker than you yeah. well it's because people you know uh, there's cubans that are or Puerto Ricans too that are white, blue eyes. Oh yeah, and then I grew up and then with them. That, yeah, and then there's Puerto Ricans that look black, like a uh-huh. black person, and it's like okay, but they speak Spanish, and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, you know. I grew up um, in the Bronx with Puerto Ricans, and I'm telling you, my sister used to tell me, "You always like these white girls," and it was like they're not white girls; these are Puerto Ricans. Like I, I still like Puerto Rican girls, but the crazy thing is, like you said. They're, they're to me they're black people because when i i've seen Puerto, i've had neighbors black as me and blacker <laughs> puerto rican and then they like you said and they when they cuss you out or whatever they're speaking spanish and you're like whoa you know yeah you're like i didn't see that coming <laughs> well it's like it's like this um you know i i'm, I'm from el salvador right which is mm-hmm. central america right yeah um you know my mom it's funny because when, when, when Kathy, my kids were young, especially Kathy, um, you know, where, where she was growing up, um, she had a lot of black friends, you know, a lot okay. of her girlfriends were black. Um, and then, um, my mom is pretty dark. Right. Yeah. And so Kathy, when she was in, in elementary school, you know, she had her friends over and she's like, Oh yeah, my grandma's black. You know? And they're like, what? <laughs> Cause my mom's so dark. She uh. told them my grandma's black. And it was just funny because, my mom is pretty dark, you know? So, yeah. you know, if, if you didn't know, you'd think she's probably black. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the thing is that when you, when uh, we visited El Salvador, um, there is a lot of mixed races out there because people came from all over and, and settled there and, you know, got married, had families, and that's how everybody became mixed, you know? Um, I have, my dad had some cousins that, look Asian because or Chinese or Korean, whatever. I don't know what they are, but I, I know that the, some Chinese people settled in El Salvador and then one of my aunts got married to one of them. And so then their kids look like they're Chinese or Asian and it's like, okay, but they speak Spanish, but it's because there was a lot of Chinese or Asian people moved out there. And so what do you do? You end up mixing each other, mixing up and, getting married and having kids and you know that's how that's how it ends up being everybody just gets mixed up and you know it's not a bad thing it's just that's what happens yeah 
Yeah, well, look at today. Everybody's mixed. Well, I think everybody was mixed yeah. anyways. Because I still say if we came yeah. from the same spot, we all... <laughs> that's why I asked you about Pangea. Because it's like everybody's uh, mixed, okay. you know? It's like, yeah. I, I think we all were in one space, and there just obviously wasn't as many of us. And then as we migrated out and mixed with whatever, it's like, oh, you you lived over here, and now you came back over here. Versus mm-hmm. if we were all in the same spot, we would all look the same. And that might be right. why, you know? Like how you say Mother Nature. Yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. Uh, like with me, you know, a couple of years ago, I did that uh, 23, I think, what is it 23 called? 23 and thing? Yeah, I did that. And I had a lot of it was Central America, which, yeah, that's that's where I'm from. But I had like 2% Congo. <laughs> <laughs> See? And that's funny. My dad has Congo. Um, uh, I have Scottish um german irish i forget which asian one puerto rican because my grandfather is half white <laughs> and, and uh on your mom's side or your dad's side on my mom's side i don't really? know I, I, yeah i don't know my dad's side so like um it's uh it's it's weird like a lot of people that's why i get mad all the time because people tell me like they'll call me african-american i'm like no i'm west indian but they'll it's like that label and then and then i just got into this <laughs> At work, a woman said to me, oh, um, there's a they were trying to talk about me. I was around the corner and she was like, there's a new, you know, blah, blah. I won't say, but you you get my point. And she's like, "Um, yeah, this African-American guy. So when I saw her, she spoke to me and then I was like, "Um, I'm not African-American. And uh, she's like, you're not. Yeah, you are. And I looked at her and I said, well, you're European, right? And she's like, no, I'm American. I'm like, but you're from Europe, right? And she's like, well, yeah, I guess so. I'm like, so then you're European. You're not American, if that's how you're going to put it. Because if I'm African-American, then you're um, European-African, <laughs> right? Because we all came from the same spot. And she she didn't understand. And I was trying to explain to her, like, just because you look a certain way, like, you shouldn't label somebody what they are because you don't know where they come from. You know, right. and, 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 and like, if you're like, say you're Jewish, you're, you're not going to want someone to call you, uh, Scottish, <laughs> you know what I mean? Even though that's a religion, it's not, uh, 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 I don't even believe in race either. I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> <this is, laughs> we're all over the place, but that's okay. It's yeah. I was going to say it's, it's kind of interesting though. I think, um, I think these are like how real conversations become. Um, but yeah, I just don't believe in a lot of labels and race and all that. I think it, we're, we're just the same. Everybody's the same. It's just, uh, which actually leads me to your very last question. Cause I looking at the time for you when it comes down to, uh, issues, since we're on this topic, this is one of the questions mm-hmm. I had, um, would, would anything with race be solved if you think people lost their sight? Well, I definitely think that um, that would solve a lot of it because you want to be able to tell who to, you know, if, if, are you saying if, if people couldn't see, couldn't see you? Yeah. Like if, it, if, if everybody went, if I, I actually have a song, maybe I'll put it out. Um, I did it like, matter of fact, I did this song. It's a poem actually. I shouldn't say that song, but I did this poem 
uh, two days before they announced the the pandemic of like we can't go outside and um, <laughs> yeah it's crazy so this was in March um, it's on my phone but it's like I did a video I was at my friend's house um, Chris and he plays the bass and I had wrote this poem called um, One Wish and um, I asked him hey would you play bass and he was like yeah let's just just hang and whatever so I went to his house and I had been going to his house anyway and creating stuff and we were just kind of finding things to do and um, uh, I sat on his couch and he's playing the bass and I just start kind of freestyling this poem that I had wrote in my head I left it in my head and I shit you not like two two days later it was everybody's quarantined like you can go outside so I didn't put out the song because I was like oh or poem, because I was like, oh, everybody's going to take it the wrong way. And here we are two years later, and I still didn't put this thing out. But the whole point of it was if we if we were uh, blind or whatever it is, you lose a sense. Like, would people then wake up and, like, because you can, people can judge you still by the way you speak. They're still going to judge you. I don't, True. I don't think True. it's going to be. They, they could tell. A lot of times they could tell, you know, who's speaking, you know, because of just how we sound. Yeah, yeah, um, you know. But I think that it would. I think that it would be. It would be less because we wouldn't be able to see. It's it's unfortunate because to me, I think I think that rate you know racism is taught obviously because as a young child you don't know any different. When you're born, you don't know. Yeah. I mean, you see it all the time. You see, you know, young little kids, you know, playing with whoever, and they don't see color or anything like that. They just see a friend. That's it's right. when people start talking. It's when people start talking bad about, you know, certain races or certain, you know, um, certain things about that race or, or whatever or stereo, you know, stereotype stuff. But um, that, I think that has to do a lot with the issue that we're having in this world. But, um, yeah, I think if we were all blind, I think that it would be it would make it a lot easier to some degree because you you wouldn't be able to see see anybody so you would just you would have to learn to uh get to know somebody just by listening to them and and being around them you know that's basically all you would go by because you had no other choice yeah and i think that would be a great thing maybe you know what maybe i'll put the the poem out because i'm i'm you should yeah i've been working on this so-called album for the last two years but <laughs> but it's like it keeps changing and then it's like nah nobody wants to hear anything from me and then I go through that whole thing and then I tell myself all right I'm gonna do it and I have plenty of stuff but I end up saying oh, it's old or it's not the way I feel anymore but this one wish has been stuck with me and this particular um actually this album is more it is more poetry but it's like more towards what your podcast is about so that would be oh, interesting yeah, yeah. It, it it's really like deep for me <laughs> to, to, to to put stuff out yeah um i think you should yeah i i i feel like i'm supposed to so maybe when i do because uh, it'll be really soon because your episode is next <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, maybe maybe you should you should put it on and then have my episode go and then you know and then finish it with the song still or the whatever you did. Yeah, I think I'm gonna put it. Yeah, sweet. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, did you enjoy yourself? 
course. <laughs> I can keep, I can go on. I mean, but I know that you're, you know, you're, you probably have things to do, but no, I'm okay um, with time. I was just, actually, I was just going to tell you, um, uh, about my ancestry. I just, I just looked it up real quick. And, um, uh, it says that I'm 48% indigenous America's central 12% mm. from Spain and 15% other regions. What does that mean? Let's see here real quick. Wow. I had it. Yeah. So I'm all over the place. So yeah, but if you're if you're indigenous, see, and there's another thing because people, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so check it out. It says indigenous America central 40%, that means El Salvador, okay. Huh. Spain 12%, indigenous America's Panama and Costa Rica 6%. Mm. Portugal, 6%. Here you go. Cameroon, Congo, and Western Bantu peoples, 4%. Mali, 3%. Senegal, 3%. France, 2%. Nigeria, 2%. Greece and Albania, 2%. And then Indigenous Americas, Colombia and Venezuela, 2%. The Yucatan Peninsula, 1%. Southern Italy, 1%. Everything. I don't even know where this is. Levant, Levant, 1%. Ethiopia, Wow. And Eritrea, Erit- 1%. Benin and Togo, 1%. And I don't know how to say this, but it's Basque, Basque, B-A-S-Q-U-E, 5%. Oh, yeah, Basque. Yeah. There you go. So I'm all that. I'm wow. That. Well, you're very black. I know. <laughs> I-, I am. I can say I'm black. You sure can. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's funny. Um, yeah, because when you were naming them, I was like, oh, wait, that's me, too. That's me, too. Like, when you said, like, Congo and uh, Cameroon, and it's so weird, because I saw my dad's, and I was like, okay, I would be half of this, but I would still have this stuff in my blood. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I know my mom's side, like, there's Chinese. I'm telling you, it's crazy. And people, people, that's why I keep saying, like, there's no race. Like, we're all the same thing. <laughs> it just is. Mm-hmm. So thank you for listening to another episode of Stories and Solutions. I am your host, Mr. Todd, and a big thank you to all my guests. Tune in next week for another episode of Stories and Solutions. Thank you for listening.